Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Abundant Journey podcast. My name is Nick Offenkamp. Usually I am joined by my far better sounding, far better looking co-host, Nick James, but he is out of the pocket today, so you got me. And in this episode, I wanted to share some reflections on the episode we aired just a few weeks back with Mike Welsh, the owner and founder of Sky Candy Studios. I loved that episode, and part of that is, truth be told, because Mike is a good friend of mine. He's somebody that I've known for several years now, and I love him and his wife and uh, their kids. Um, They've just been dear to us. But I also love Mike's story, and what he has built with Sky Candy Studios is nothing short of incredible. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you go back and do so. In brief, uh, Mike started out, he learned how to fly drones when he joined the Army National Guard. Um, That was his job working uh, with them and for them. Um, When he wasn't with the Army, he saw an opportunity to just continue to fly drones and he built a side hustle where he was doing uh, photography and aerial videography for um, real estate agents and real estate listings and he just continued to hone his craft and gain clients gain experience and then sometime around 2009 he started experimenting with FPV drones which is this uh, this drone type that's super fast super dynamic and And around that time, people started strapping GoPros onto the top of these cameras, flying them around and just getting unreal footage. It was, uh, again, just super dynamic, like nothing that you had ever seen before. It was like being strapped onto a fighter jet, that kind of a perspective of just flying back and forth and getting a really cool view on um, whatever the subject matter was, whether that was a house or a city. And Mike and some of his friends Friends. Um, they actually did a video at an iconic Minneapolis spot called Bryant Lake Bowl. And that FPV one take fly through video went absolutely viral. It was picked up by the likes of James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. He retweeted it. Pretty much every major news outlet throughout the world picked up that video and broadcasted it out because it was just such a unique perspective. It was so cool. And through that, uh, Mike's name and Sky Candy uh, got into the atmosphere of all of the big time companies and advertisers. And so pretty soon, uh, he was getting calls from the Dallas Cowboys or Duke University to do similar one-take fly-throughs of the campus or of the stadiums to show off uh, behind-the-scenes takes that usually fans and people don't have access to. And then he's had other major brands like Bud Light recently called him up to do a FPV video that featured Sylvester Stallone. And um, so Sky Candy has, uh, forgive the pun, but 
absolutely taken off to stratospheric levels. And uh, Mike, even just this past year, was at the World Cup doing stadium tours um, in Qatar. So it, it's taken him around the world, um, this business that he has built. And it all started as a side hustle, which is really inspiring for me. And I imagine for you as a listener to this podcast, because most of our listeners are dreamers, entrepreneurs, um, and many of you are just getting started out. You've got either an idea or maybe you've started a side hustle, but you're trying to figure out, okay, how in the world do I take the next steps? How do I grow this thing into a bona fide job and career that replaces my W-2 income and where this is what I'm doing full time or this is what's making me passive income so that I can live the life that I've always dreamed of? That's what this podcast is all about what Abundant Journey is all about. It's helping you to live and lead a life of abundance and a life of freedom. And we believe that entrepreneurship and wise investing are the best ways to accomplish that. And I think that Mike and Sky Candy are really good evidences of uh, the Abundant Journey. So um, all of that to say, you should definitely listen to the episode. But the big takeaway that I had and what I wanted to highlight for you was what it looks like to overcome anxiety and fear in entrepreneurship. Now, like I said, I have known Mike for a very long time, and Mike is one of the most like cool, calm, collected, confident dudes. I, I mean, I, I love him. He's very down-to-earth, actually unbelievably down-to-earth and humble, given everything that he has accomplished. Um, but also, when you hang out with him, like he just seems like the most chilled-out dude ever. And so, I was really actually surprised in the interview when he had talked about um, just by nature he tends to be more of an anxious person. And uh, that as he was thinking about um, Sky Candy and going all in, that anxiety was something that he really had to overcome. And I was encouraged, strangely, as, that is, as, as strange as that is to say, I was encouraged to hear that because uh, I think there's this misnomer that entrepreneurs, the most successful people, uh, feel no anxiety, that they are the biggest risk takers, um, that they know no fear. All they know is just how to forge ahead. And uh, they just, you know, like a, a bull running into a brick wall, like they're just going to go for it. Consequences be damned. And for Mike, it was just great to hear the inner dialogues that he was having. Um, as Sky Candy was growing and growing, he was also working a full-time W-2 job with a large real estate company. And it came to a point where um, the real estate company knew about uh, Sky Candy and said, hey, you've either got to focus in on your work with us and dial things back with Sky Candy or you need to leave and, you know, be focused on that. And Mike's knee-jerk reaction to that request was to say, okay, like I'll dial back Sky Candy and, you know, 
hone in on what I'm doing for my W-2. And the reason that he had that response was because of the security that he felt in the W-2, stable work, stable income, benefits, and um, the alternative with Sky Candy, there's just, yeah, things were going good at the moment, but no promises that it would continue to go well. And it was just interesting for him to talk about the internal wrestling that he had and how you know, about five minutes or so later, uh, he went back to his boss and said, actually, no, uh, I'm, I'm going to quit. I'm going all in on Sky Candy. And how he bet on himself in that regard. And of course, now we see that bet paid off big time. But the lesson there is that um, courage is not the absence of fear or anxiety. Courage is facing that anxiety and fear head on and forging ahead anyway, despite the anxiety, despite the fear. It is uh, counting the cost. It is fully assessing the downside, realizing everything that you could lose, everything that you're going to give up to pursue your dreams, but being so compelled by the vision that you have for yourself, for your family, for your community, for the future, that you just have to go for it, no matter what the downside, no matter what the risks are. And very cool to just hear how Mike did that. And I'd love to talk to him more about just uh, how conscious of a decision that was, or if a lot of that he's just now seen in hindsight. But wherever you're at in your entrepreneurial journey, I wouldn't be surprised if you feel a large degree of anxiety and fear, especially as your uh, entrepreneurial endeavors, whether that's a business that you're buying or uh, something that you're starting, maybe even an investment that you're part of. Um, yes, it can be really hard to get that started, but I almost think it's just as, if not harder uh, to go all in on it once you start to see signs of success. Because again, most people start their entrepreneurship as a, a side gig while they have stable income. And so there's a, a safety net there. Um, success is its own kind of scary. And that's something that I think is good for you to prepare for now. Uh, what happens if your plans actually work out uh, and your business really does start to grow? Are you prepared for that critical moment when you've got to decide, are you going to resign from your safe and secure W-2 and go all in on your business? Or are you going to shut the business down in order to, to have the, the security that you've uh, enjoyed up to this point. And there really isn't a one-size-fits-all uh, answer to that question. I don't want to... Um <laughs> I don't want to give the impression that uh, the answer to that is always going to be yes. There could be really good reasons that even though you've grown a business, um, that once you get to that critical moment of having to decide if you're going to go in all in or not, uh, you could for very good reason say no. Um, but I think more often than not, 
uh, as is implied in this whole line of thinking, uh, more often than not, the answer is going to be, yes, I should, I should go all in on this business that I've built, this thing that I'm doing. Um, but it'll often be fear and anxiety that holds you back. So think now about how you're going to uh, face that fear and anxiety. Uh, Think now about the people that you're going to bring in to help you evaluate, help you process uh, through that. Uh, Think through um, what kind of safety nets you need to build, whether that's uh, savings or just the, again, the community and and people that are around you. Uh, If you're married, you know, talking with your spouse about uh, these questions and um, you've got to prepare for success just as much as you've got to prepare for failure. And uh, I think that that was a really helpful lesson that I learned in the conversation with with Mike, to be prepared for success and um, to be courageous when the, the time comes. And I'm Again, I'm so grateful uh, that Mike was courageous and pressed on because, uh, I can't forgive the pun, but he really has elevated aerial cinematography, videography. Um, he's changed the perspective of what advertisers can do. He's found a really interesting niche and he's been one of the pioneers of it. Yeah, there's other firms out there and yeah, there's a few guys that are, uh, or a few teams, I should say, companies that are bigger than Sky Candy. Um, but his work has been remarkably influential. It really has uh, been defining of a whole field of cinematography. And that's just a very cool legacy to have for himself, for his family, for his kids. Um, and that's all because he just kept pursuing his dreams, saying yes to opportunities and continuing to be courageous in the face of anxiety and fear. And I, I want the same for you um, to see what's on the other side of your anxieties to really believe in the entrepreneurial uh, calling. I'll call it that. I know that that's kind of fraught with um, spiritual language, but a calling or just a compelling vision of what the future holds. I want you to run hard after that because the world needs what you can offer. And sure, you know, is Sky Candy uh, Studios ushering about world peace? Um, Well, (laughs) maybe in more ways than we can fully appreciate. But I do love that, like, that's not what Mike's uh, vision was. I don't think that entrepreneurs should get so caught up in having to have this world-changing vision. So if that's not you, that's totally okay to not have a a world-changing vision, but to just have a vision of, okay, this is something that that I can do and I'm honing in my skills so that I can do it pretty much better than anybody else, or I can offer a value in a way that nobody else in my community is able to offer value and to just continue forging ahead because in that way, you are filling holes 
in the market, you're filling holes in your community, you're adding value. I truly believe that when you add value, you're going to be rewarded for that uh, financially and otherwise. Um, and you'll find a lot of meaning and significance in that, in just knowing that um, you're adding uh, pieces to the puzzle. You're, you're bringing a completion or a wholeness because you're using your skills and your talents to fill out or to round out uh, what's missing in a community or in a market. So uh, that's a long-winded way of saying that, hey, you've got something to offer the world that's why you feel this entrepreneurial drive, because you have something to give. You have value to add. So believe that. Listen to that. Trust that. Pursue that. Figure out what that value is. Sharpen it. Refine it. Continue to grow it. Continue to offer it. Continue to get feedback. And in the face of anxiety or fear that you don't have enough value to add, well, those are the times where you need to be courageous. So if you haven't listened to Mike's episode, go back and do so. It was really good. But hopefully this is an encouragement and uh, gives you something to think about wherever you're at right now. Would love to hear about what your entrepreneurial endeavors are looking like. And the best way for you to do that is shoot us an email um, at uh, hello at abundantjourney.net. Yes, it's a dot net. Uh, but that goes straight to Nick James. You could also do Nick James at abundantjourney.net. And uh, let us know what you're up to there. We will respond. Let us know if you've got any thoughts or if there's anything that you'd like for us to speak on in uh, future episodes. And then if you are a supporter of the show, if you found value in what we're building and what we're offering here, well, gosh, the best way that you can uh, show that and honor the time and investment that we've made is simply by sharing this episode or sharing the podcast with a friend. Uh, short of that, if you could just click that five-star button on your podcast player of choice, and if you wanted to type a few nice words, man, we would be so incredibly grateful as that pleases the uh, algorithm and sends more people to the podcast in the hopes that we can inspire more entrepreneurs to build a more abundant world society. All right, that truly is all I've got for you for today, my friends. We will be back very soon. Talk to you then.